Good morning, my friends, and welcome to this episode of Heal Your Codependency. I'm Marshall Bircher, and I am your guide into knowing, loving, and being who you are after codependency. So today, I'm going to jump into a blunt cake. And this blunt cake is really about this fantasy we carry about being able to have a quick fix for our trauma, for our codependency, for our shame, for our pain. This is something that trapped me in over two decades worth of trying to find quick fixes so that I wouldn't have to face one, the consequences of the choices and actions I was taking. Two, I would be able to magically stay in the relationships I was in. And three, ultimately, I wouldn't have to go through the process of understanding myself. Instead, I can continue to live in the fantasy of perfection and earning love because that's what I knew and that's what was safe. And that's what I thought was real. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Before we get to this, I need to share this out real quick with the community. So the community is your safe haven here, um, or a safe haven rather, for you and your journey out of codependency. I have two communities I offer. One's called the Heal Yourself or the Heal Your Codependency Community, where I focus specifically on healing codependency. And then the Indomitable Worth Community, where I focus specifically on coming to know and embody and express our own intrinsic worth. The link is above on Facebook, low on YouTube. Come and join us. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that uh, that subscribe button. And thank you guys for helping me cross again that 5,000 subscriber mark. So got those shared out below. Let's jump in here. So hi, Satori, good to see you. So <laughs> blunties. As always with blunt cakes, these things can be confronting. So this is a great chance, great opportunity for you to slow down, check in with your own capacity and see if, am I ready to hear some things that could be very confronting for me? Am I willing to take that in? You're responsible for your capacity and you're responsible for what you bring into your world. And this is a chance for you to take that step and go, am I open to this today or do I need to, need to take this in at a different time? So now let's jump in here. All right. <clears throat> so the majority of us I have found in the 14 and a half years of doing this work and my own work and with all thousands of others is we tend to enter the healing space from a notion of a quick fix. We're really hoping to find something that solves our problems, our, our challenges, our circumstances fast. Let me know in the comments if that's you, because I'd be surprised if it's, you know, I haven't met anybody in this realm that's been like, nope, I didn't do the quick fix. A lot of us initially start out seeking the quick fix. We read the books, we watch the YouTubes, we buy a course here, we buy 10 courses there. We don't actually do them. We just try to find a tool, make it work, hope it changes things. And usually what starts going on is we find a breakthrough we find an aha in our journey, and then we're like, that's it, I'm healed, I'm ready to go. We go out into the world and life hits again. It's like, well, we're confronting life, things are happening, and our healing didn't stick. We didn't change, things are still the same. And so we repeat the cycle of going to trying to find the, the silver bullet, the one thing that's going to make this work. We find something, we latch onto it, it creates a result for a moment, and then we're we're euphoric and then things collapse and we're right back into it. The quick fix loop, it's a seductive place to be. It's a fantasy. It's a way we're actually trying to cope with circumstances and situations 
we don't yet understand fully what's going on. We don't yet have the power to address. We don't have the skills. We don't have the support. We don't have the knowledge to navigate them yet. They're overwhelming. They're too much. They're too coming in too fast. They're coming in too soon. It's way too much right now. And so we lapse into fantasy, hoping for a silver bullet. So if that's you, this is a good time to acknowledge it. Hey, yeah, that's what I'm doing. And then acknowledge why. I'm doing it because I don't know what else to do. We don't do this because, you know, there's something fatally wrong with us. We're doing this because we're overwhelmed. We don't know what else to do. We're grasping for straws, basically. We're seeking a, a way out in hopes, in hopes that something will work. It's an act of distress. So when I started to notice my quick fix impulse showing up, I, slowed, I started to slow way, way down. Started to employ what I was learning, which was whenever I get a big reaction, I have this big impulse to go do a thing or try to fix a thing or, or make this thing the thing that I need it to be. Slow down. Take a moment and assess where you're at. It's like, pause. Acknowledge. Acknowledge what's coming up. Notice what's arising in your body. What are the sensations? Where they're at? What's your mind doing? What do you feel like you should be doing? And then observe. And then do it again. Pause. Acknowledge observe and then do it again and what starts happening here is we implement this concept of pausing acknowledging and observing we are interrupting the quick fix impulse the loop we're creating for ourselves here now this can be really uncomfortable this can actually bring up things that we're running from because quick fix loops are typically a run response they're the flee response in the nervous system. Ah, we gotta escape this. We're gonna escape this by find this, finding the silver bullet. When we slow down, we start to acknowledge what's real. Well, hey, this is really scary to me and I don't know what to do. That's your first moment of clarity where it gives you guidance. I don't know what to do is a pointer to, okay, who else has been through this? How could I find people who have been through it or gone through it? We start to access the ability to resource ourselves, going, oh, I've got a big thing here that I've not been able to solve. What can I do? What I can do is start finding resources, start bringing in options and exploring them and seeing what resonates for you, because that's what I did. When I started interrupting that loop, and as Satori says, building new neural pathways with this new somatic practice of pausing, acknowledging, and observing, I also started going, okay, I don't actually know what to do, and I need to find resources that have been through this, and maybe they can help me see what to do. They don't have to be paid resources. I started off with free resources for a long time. That was YouTube channels that I, that I liked the person, I trusted what they were doing and what they did. It helped me slow down assess my world, and start getting into a relationship with my experience. Books that did the same thing, people, social media that I followed, as well as trusting my own intuition, my own sense of like, I'm going to let myself slow down. Because I'd already 
been through a lot of training at this point with this stuff. And I was like, it's time to trust the tools in my own life a little more, go a little deeper into this. So that's what I did. We resource ourselves. This allows us to have the experience of power back in our life. Because now we don't, we're not fleeing, we're starting to confront. We're starting to acknowledge what's really going on. We're moving into a practice of sobriety. And sobriety initially is a lot like swallowing glass. It's really uncomfortable and painful because we're dealing with really uncomfortable, painful realities at that stage. Now the work is to lean into it. And that there's, there's a journey just in that. See, leaning in means I see you. I hear you. You are real to me. You matter. I call that legitimization. Because for a lot of us, especially if we're coming from narcissistic abuse backgrounds, neglect backgrounds, um, backgrounds where we have been told what we feel and who we're supposed to be, we have not been properly witnessed and acknowledged and seen for ourselves. Instead, we've had to absorb their perspective of who we should be. And this comes to our needs and our emotions and our sensations, all of that. So at this stage of leaning in, it's really about, I am real. What I am feeling is real. What I'm experiencing is real. And it's legitimate. It's legitimate. That means it's real and valid to me. It does not have to be real and valid to person A person B, it has to be real and valid to me. And if it is real and valid to me, if I treat it that way, then I'm starting to make contact with my power and my sanity. So in the codependency healing system right now, we're moving through focus two, which is all about this. It's all about identifying the fantasy, constructing reality, deconstructing that fantasy, constructing reality, and then moving through the sobriety practice of acknowledging cost and pain, anger and grief, and then integration through persistence. This is part of that. It's like, I am real. What I'm going through is real. And I don't know how to deal with it. Now, I'm a stubborn person <laughs> who doesn't like to admit he doesn't know things sometimes. So that can be a really challenging step at times. Just, I don't know what to do. It's a really, it's an admittance to our our powerlessness. I don't know what to do here. I don't have the power yet because I don't have the proper knowledge and skills yet. But that also opens the door to moving us into real healing. Because real healing is an evolution, not a fixing. The other problem with quick fixes is they assume there's something to fix. There's something to change. And that kind of thinking is a product of transactional value. It's a product of a perfectionism, a narcissistic ideals that don't actually exist in the real world. There is no outcome we're here to attain. There's outcomes for us to discover. And in real healing, that is what we're moving into, back into our natural ability to comprehend and understand reality comprehend understand kind of the same thing but it's discovery so it's like uh the truman show we're discovering things we're out there being explorers going what is this how does it work what is it telling me 
How can I use this to my advantage? Does this work for me? We are discoverers. We are explorers by nature. That's why we have robots on other planets taking pictures and things. We are very, very good at it. So when we slow down and we, we pause and acknowledge and observe, and then we legitimize our experience, we are moving into the discovery component of healing. And that is real healing in action. Because now we're not trying to fix a problem, solve a problem. We're trying to understand it. We're trying to go, okay, what is happening? How do I relate to it? What do I need to know about it? And that allows us to start exploring our own relationship to it to see what actually needs to change so that this problem doesn't happen again. So maybe even we can get results we want. And when it comes to the emotional component of healing, it's not just about states of change outside of ourselves, like in a relationship or money or a business or work. Healing internally is about how we respond to our pain. It's not the elimination of pain. It's not the, the I'll never have that shame again. It's more like, ooh, can I bring in warmth and care to this? Can I hold my pain a little bit more with kindness? Can I reach within and go, you know what? What I feel is legitimate and real to me. It's not who I am. It's what I've gone through. That's a deep concept we'll be doing some videos on later this week. <laughs> so we do the indomitable worth exploration. But healing, we're not here to fix ourselves. We're not here to fix each other. We're not here to fix our feelings. We're here to discover something about what's going on for us and then learn how to get the healthy result we're seeking as well as show up in healthy ways for ourselves. To really come into contact with, you know, I keep choosing these unhealthy relationships. What's going on in me that seeks this out? Hmm, it's this low sense of self. It's this fear that of being seen for who I am or I actually don't have capacity for that. This is what I know. It's comfortable. I've got to play in the world of capacity for a while. Look at what what is occupying my space there that needs care and love so I can have more room for that. See, we are evolving into a new version of ourselves and into a new relationship with our experiences, with the meaning we put into those experiences, with the emotions we have about them about our needs, about who we are and who other people are to us and who we are to them and their experience. So it's an evolution. So there fundamentally isn't a quick fix. I've never found one and I have spent years and a lot of money on that. But what I have found is that if I slow down and I allow myself to connect with what my real lived experience is, I allow that to be real, and then I care for it. Real change starts to come into my world. Part of, some of that change is instituted by me making different choices and actions because I have a different state of awareness about what's going on. And it's also a change, sometimes there's a little magic, where, oh, a new opportunity has arisen. I'm going to jump on that. An opportunity I wouldn't have either acknowledged or allowed myself to have or been in a position to receive because I was over here trying to fix this fire. It's a big deal. Quick fixes are a trap. 
their fantasy. Real healing wants you to expand into your world, to know you, to know life, and to know others. From a state of wholeness, a state of love, and a state of curiosity that we're always moving through. So I'm going to check the comments here real quick. Melanie says, I did not realize the urge to fix was the flea response. Yeah, we're running from a fire. So we're like, ah, the fire's here. Put it out instantly. That's the fantasy. But, you know, the whole thing, it's, it's big. And we can't do that with a bucket. We need assistance. Manny says, the shifts create so much space in the body. It's like a sigh of relief. The truth is the quick fix brings a lot of people into the path initially. Yeah, it does. Yeah, no, I get that. Um, I've been on this road for a while, and I did it myself numerous times. It brings people into the path, but it's always, always crucial that we acknowledge the quick fix for what it really is. It isn't real. It's not something that's going to get us where we think we want to be. Here's the other thing with quick fixes. Okay. So who I was when I'm seeking the quick fix was actually a person that's seeking to maintain the status quo that created the need for the, the quick fix. It's not a rational cycle. It's a fantasy. It's like, well, you know, if I could just fix this, then I'd have all this I could do instead. I would be worthy if this changed. I'd be lovable if that changed. I could tolerate this toxic relationship without this thing there. The reality is, is these fires that I'm trying to quick fix are a product of my choices and actions and other people's choices and actions. And the not actions and not choices we're also making, choices and actions we don't make, to create this. See, the quick fix perpetuates itself. It's a loop. We can never escape it unless we're like, we're going to confront the fire and go, I don't want to create this fire again. What do I really need to do here? What is really required? for the change not an easy thing to do and that's where Mandy's comment is shines in that because it's like that's the path into it it's like initiation into real healing it's like we gotta hit rock bottom and go this isn't gonna work it's not working it hasn't worked for the seven thousandth time what do i really need to need to do so that's the magic for today's episode my friends go gently with yourselves as you confront any quick fixing in your world whether it's with money or relationships yourself healing trauma all that and if you're ready to jump in and get the long fix, the deep fix for codependency, come join the Codependency Healing System. Links above on Facebook, below YouTube for courses. And I will see you guys in our next episode now that the garbage truck is here. So have a great day, guys. Bye-bye.